Hi, hello, and welcome back to the 1983 National Football League draft. And with the first round, pick John Elway, Jim Kelly. Welcome back to the draft. And with the first round, pick Dan Marino and the NFL draft. And with the first round, pick Deion Sanders. I was kind of scared. I thought the choice was going to take me. I would ask for so much money that I had to put my lay away. Welcome back to the NFL draft. Good young players with the draft all back. Here in and here out. Welcome back to the draft. Wide receivers running back. Tackle quarterback. Every year in the draft. Draft day, baby. You ready? Oh, there he is. There hey. he is. Hey, who's, the that, one, who's that cute girl the one, calling my phone, dude? What happened? Who's that cute girl calling my phone? Somebody sounded cute over on the other line, dude. I don't know who that was. Somebody. Okay, you can't say that because that was my mom. <laughs> that was my mom, dude, Luke. Okay, well, hey, man. 40s and 20. Let her know. <laughs> don't say that. I and I hope you're recording because this is how we're going to start the podcast off. 100%. You know I'm recording, man. Yeah, man. We can just jump right into it. Like I said, I got like 20, 25 minutes. I'll edit it. I'll send you the audio file, though, um, right okay. after. And I'll put that intro and outro in there. And then you can listen to it. If you want to take it out, you can take it out. But uh, no, no. You'd want to I'm going to leave it in. Though. I'm yeah. going to leave it in. Yeah. So I'll pretend like we're doing this live. Three, two, one. Yep. Okay. And then is there anything that you want me specifically to promote? Um, you know, you can toss me a softball either at the beginning or end, and I'll just plug uh, zone coverage and uh, what I'm going to be doing this weekend and where you can find that work. But, uh, but yeah, no big deal, though. Maybe at the beginning or end, whatever. Okay. All right. Three, two, and one. It is no work today, and we're joined by the one, the only, Luke Inman, one of my favorite guests when I was on Terrestrial Radio. We're doing it now on the podcast on Twitter at Luke underscore Spinman. Why is it Luke Spinman, by the way, instead of Luke Inman? You know, you're going to laugh at this, Zach. You know, uh, we had that intramural basketball team, just a bunch of white boys in Minnesota in high school. And I don't know how, but my nickname got stuck with instead of Inman, they called me Spinman. Maybe it was the spin okay. I put off the glass. But, yeah, uh, do you spin news? But it's stuck, man. It's stuck and it's still sticking. So, uh, yeah, we got some late-breaking news. I mean, it's draft day, man. I don't, I, I'm ready to pick your brain and, and have you pick my brain a little bit because this is – Zach, this is my favorite time of year, Christmas 
Oh, I know. I can hear the excitement in your voice. But before we get to any of that, okay? All right. First and foremost, at No Work Today on Twitter, on Twitch, on uh, you know Instagram, Facebook, all that good stuff. I would like to start with because I feel like our relationship got off on the right foot with um, us both agreeing. Tupac, best rapper of all time. Oh, no, correct? No doubt. There's not even a competition. Listen, hey, I respect the Big, right? The notorious. Yeah. One. I respect well, it. But do you really, really even have him in your top five, though? Uh, honestly, dude. Don't you feel he's a don't you feel he's a little overrated? Oh, absolutely, like, man. Yeah, absolutely. Like you'd have Jay Z over him, right? You oh, would have for sure. Eminem over him, 100%. correct? Yep, those two for um, sure. Yep. You and know. then, I mean, I've got guys on the West Coast that I would have above him, but I, you know, I would understand why nationally he maybe be held in a higher regard. But I mean, like Nas, I wouldn't really go heavily on my end, but I think people would maybe. I, I, I just think Biggie. In terms of production, and we'll talk about, you know, whatever. We can talk. We're going to talk about the draft heavily, but, you know, when it comes to the NBA, like it's, he's, uh, it feels like Biggie's almost like the Russell Westbrook of like that. rap. Yeah, right? I'm totally cool with that. Yeah. Like, like a one, like, yeah. I, I'm totally cool with that. You know, Tupac's in there. I like that you mentioned Nas because he's got to be in your top 10, top 12, but he's not in my top five. But, man, ton of talent. Agreed. Obviously, Agreed. then you get into this next tier, and obviously you mentioned Eminem. He's obviously in everybody's top five. But then you get into that second tier, Snoop, Kanye, uh, Kendrick yes. Lamar, maybe starting to sneak yes. in there. Oh, you know? Kendrick for sure. Honestly, yeah. dude, I don't know where a lot of people are at on this guy anymore, but when I was growing up, banging it the loudest in the car, Lil Wayne was at his peak. So oh, I know he's Little Wayne, the Carter two, Little yeah, Wayne, yeah, oh. Carter two, man, Carter yeah, three. I know he's yeah. not everybody's favorite, but the dude was a professional rapper at like For twelve sure. years old. Man. And it's I mean, about lyricism, right? Oh, I mean, the bottom like, line is it comes down to your vocabulary. It comes down to, I don't know. Biggie just didn't have it for me, and uh, you and I always agreed on Tupac. So I got to talk about a bunch of stuff here. I got to plug uh, what you got going on again at Luke underscore Spinman S P I N M A N NFL Draft G G Y G. Write it off the Draft Rap Podcast. Heavy lies the crown at Zone Cover. Zone Coverage, baby. ZoneCoverage.com. Yeah. Yes, sir. You can Zone check Coverage, out. Yeah, MN. Yeah, yeah. check out on all Twitter. that work, all that draft work. In fact, Zach, you know, I haven't even told you yet. We draft a, uh, we launched a draft guide on Zone Coverage. It's got all my mock drafts for the preseason. It's got uh, okay. my, my top 40 big board, some really cool articles. You know, again, I'm coming from Minnesota. I talk a lot of Vikings. I broke down the mm-hmm. NFC North in a couple of those articles. So if any of your listeners are Packers, Bears, Lions, Vikings fans, some really good stuff in there. But, yeah, like I said, check all that out on zonecoverage.com. Okay. You are one of my favorite guests that I've ever interviewed, and uh, I mean that in a very serious regard. But I need to ask you, before we get into any draft stuff, Mm -hmm. who is the guy on the phone at the top of your Twitter profile? The Twitter profile. Wow, now you're going to make me go actually look. Oh, that. Uh, you don't so, even know who it is? So, so the banner. Well, you know, I didn't know if you were talking about the profile pic or the banner. The banner's Rick no, Spielman. No, 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 no. No, the banner. The guy on the phone. Yes, sir. That's Rick Spielman. Get to know him. Get to love him. He's the best general okay. manager people don't know about. <laughs> he's my general manager. Okay. And, uh, okay. Like I said, I mean, he's. we call him Slick Rick over in this neighborhood. 
Uh, okay. Pretty Ricky's. Are you being another. a company man right now or uh, no? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I mean, I'm trying to build up the resume. I would like to work for the Vikings someday. <laughs> but uh, in all honesty, man, I look at the other GMs in the league, and yeah. I'm glad that we have Rick Spielman because, again, he's one of the more consistent guys in the league. Always tries to get the best value in the draft. He doesn't reach for a position. But, uh, again, that's been his pedigree. We'll see what he does tonight, though, when the Vikings are on the clock at pick 18. Okay, before pick 18, let me ask you about Kirk Cousins and how that's – I mean, he got a very favorable contract oh, yeah. that he – you know, he went through the getting franchise tagged, I right. think it was twice, right, in right. Washington? Yes, sir. Um, yeah. And the first – I mean, first of all, let me just say quite frankly that he's a guy that I love just based on his tenacity and his attitude about wanting to win mm-hmm. and hating – losing. Mm-hmm. I often talk about this all the time and people used to crush me when, you know, I was doing radio, people saying that whether or not you like winning or hate losing, and yeah. I've always said I'll take the guy that hates losing more. No doubt. It's very clear that Kirk Cousins hates to lose, but how did that signing go over and how did that offseason go and I mean obviously getting so close to the Super Bowl the year before how did that go down in Minnesota? Yeah, no doubt. It's good. it's a good question because, you know, I, at least you're on, on his side. You got his back because not everybody is on the Kirk Cousins bandwagon. He's well, you remember those... when he yelled at his GM in you, Washington? You, you like, like that? that? You like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. That's the one iconic. of my favorite clips of yeah, all time. It's yeah. iconic, man. It's it's yeah. legendary. And uh, that was after a huge win, come from behind win against a division rival. I think it was the Giants. But, um, again, he's got that passion. But it seems mm-hmm. like he's the guy in the league that everybody kind of compares new quarterbacks to. Well, would you exactly. rather have uh, – In terms you know, of salary, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Would you rather have, you know, Kyler Murray coming out or would you rather have a veteran like a Kirk Cousins always get thrown out? He seems like – He's he's not in the consensus top ten, but at the other hand, in a in a quarterback driven league, like if you don't have a quarterback, you're screwed, right? You got to keep trying to get one. Kirk Cousins can give again a, a team that's already has some some good talent on the roster, like a really good competitive chance to win every single week. Now he took a lot of heat last year for not showing up during those prime time games. You know the the Thursday night, yep. Sunday night, Monday night. Uh, dude, yeah. he went like over. He went like over four last year. But yeah, uh, again, so yeah. he's got to figure out why he's not showing up on prime time. But uh, again, week in and week out, he's the most consistent quarterback that the Vikings have had because they've had a carousel of quarterbacks for the last ten years. I won't even uh, waste your time naming them all. But it's nice to have the quote. Well, Far should have made the Super Bowl if it wasn't for. Well, yeah, I mean not, that was a magical. What's the run. gate? I mean, what's the gate? Not the flake gate, but uh. uh well, 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 you know. They're playing Philly in Philly. They were 13-3. and three. They're rolling with Case yeah. Keenum. It was a magical run, man. That was with Dalvin Cook out the whole year. It was a wild run, mm-hmm. but we kind of came back to earth last year. No, I'm going all the way back to Favre. I'm talking about uh, Spygate. Oh, yeah. Brett Fa- Dude, that was the last real run we went on. Yeah, you're right, with Brett Favre in oh, 09. That would have been I, – I, I was Ooh. rooting for Favre so heavily there, and Packers fans would have been so upset – Dude, to see Favre do that, do you remember uh, that in a Minnesota NFC, Vikings uniform? Do you remember that NFC Championship game, the Saints versus of course. the Vikings? It's of one course. of the most iconic, legendary NFC Championship games, or conference championship games for that matter. Listen, the Vikings, and I won't waste too much time, the Vikings dominated that game 
up and down, both offensively and defensively. Their problem was they had five turnovers. AP had three yeah. fumbles. Percy had a late, fumble. Bernard Berrien had too. a fumble. Yeah. Brett Favre yeah. had a fumble. Yeah. I mean, it was yeah. bad, man. So you well, and take then care the throw ball. across his body. You can't do that. Apparently, Zach, you can't yeah. throw across your body uh, the play before you're about <laughs> to go to the Super Bowl. Some people do it. Some people do it. Russell <laughs> Wilson well, gets away with it. And he, um, and, and he had, yeah. you know, made a living off making those throws. So, really, when you look at the all-22, the angle, though, Zach, on that play, he could have walked for, like, eight yards and nobody yeah. would have touched him and just could have walked out of bounds. But it's Brett Favre. You, you live and die with those kind of plays with him. No doubt. Luke Inman, follow him on Twitter. He's the best, man, I'm telling you. I don't put people on unless I'm a huge fan of what they do, and I've been a huge fan of him from the early beginning. On Twitter, at Luke underscore Spinman, S-P-I-N-M-A-N. Go follow his podcast, Zone Coverage. It says Zone Coverage MN on Twitter. Is that the handle? So that's the handle for Twitter. If you're just jumping to the web page on a web browser, it is just zonecoverage.com. But yes, on Twitter, at Zone Coverage MN. My okay. dra- podcast is called the Draft Rap Podcast. Actually, Zach just had Vikings linebacker Rashad Clyette on yesterday morning. Really good interview there. Expecting some big things, but uh, had a lot of great draft experts on. It's not too late to go check out some of those episodes. Again, the Draft Wrap. You can find that on iTunes or Stitcher as well. So let's jump into that. What exactly do you see here? I mean, Kyler Murray now has a coach potentially of his team that said that he would draft a number one overall. Do you see him going one? And then what do they do with Josh Allen? I mean, what are you seeing at the top of the board? And we'll get a little bit you know, further down the board later. Yeah, Kyler's going one at 99.9%, unless somebody comes out. Really? With, uh, with, yep. That's yes. done? Done deal. Unless somebody okay. comes, I mean, it's what, 2.15 Central Standard Time, probably noon yeah. uh, over on the West Coast. But I'm telling you, a lot could happen, I guess, from now until then. But everything that I've heard, Kyler's the guy. What are they going to do with Josh? Right. So that's the big question. They drafted him 10 last year. Dude. In a loaded class of quarterbacks last year, Josh Rosen, mm-hmm. by many, was considered mm-hmm. best, the best of the bunch by, you know, a good handful of people. So I think, honestly, Zach, when you look at this draft, uh, once the dust settles, the biggest winner of draft weekend could be the team that trades for Josh Rosen for cheap. Because that guy, again, is a, is a young, budding quarterback prospect in the league. If you don't have a quarterback, you got to go get one. You're telling me I can get Josh Rosen at a fraction of the price at a deep discount. Maybe I'm assuming that Cardinals are only going to be able to get like a second rounder, kind of like Jimmy G ended up going for, because teams know they're going to be desperate to move Josh Rosen okay, once well, you use that okay, first okay. pick. I'm a Dolphins fan. Yes, okay. Yep. And, and uh, first, I'm, I'm sorry, fan. by the way. I didn't know that. Uh, no, I know. I'm in the Bay Area, and my two favorite teams are the Dolphins and the Suns when it comes to football and basketball. And then my only baseball local team is the A's. But what I'm asking you is, you're saying the Dolphins could trade a third rounder for him? I'm telling you right now. Well, I, I put it at a second. I mean, really, I think if the Cardinals can't get a second rounder for Josh Rosen. They're doing something wrong. But nonetheless, even if it's a second, though, I mean, that is pennies Mm -hmm. on the dollar for a guy that could have went number one overall last year. He ended up kind of getting – Did you have him there? He kind of – he was my number one quarterback. Baker was my number two. Sam Darnold my number three. Not a big Josh Allen guy who went to Buffalo, but it's Buffalo. They're going to do Buffalo. And I love Lamar Jackson. It's just going to take him a few years. Uh, I'm telling you, man, a lot 
lot of that's people also have a Josh different kind Rosen. of quarterback, right? In terms of the offensive <laughs> scheme, right? But I'm telling yeah. you, if the Dolphins or any team, you know, look at teams that have extra ammo, like the Patriots, the Eagles, the Colts, the Texans. Who needs a quarterback of the bunch? You know, not a lot of them. But if the Patriots mm-hmm. want to go get Tom Brady's heir apparent, they got tons of ammo. Uh, the really? Dolphins. Anybody can go be a player, though, right now, man. If the Dolphins want to give up this year's second rounder for Josh Rosen. So you think, uh, real quick, you think last year's performance was more about the things that surrounded him versus mm. his actual ability? Well, let's think about that. And I have no skin in this game, so it's not like I'm trying to sell anybody. Let's just talk about You're this. in Minnesota, yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Let's think about a couple just, just facts of the Cardinals' you know talent last year. First of all, they had one of the worst offensive lines in the league, period, last year. Second, they mm-hmm. had one of the worst receiving core in the league last year outside of 34 year old Larry Fitzgerald name me one or two other receivers on the Cardinals it's a lot tougher than you think so that right away for a rookie quarterback not great David Johnson was the guy he was supposed to lean on Uh, he was hurt most of the last year and then the biggest thing for me is they they fired their offensive coordinator like halfway through the year Byron Leftwich comes in he ends up being Mm -hmm. a really good offensive coordinator they're going to use him for the future I believe, uh, yeah. But but all of a sudden, again, for a rookie quarterback, no line, no receivers, really inconsistent play everywhere else around him, and then a new offensive coordinator halfway through. Dude, I'm not putting that on Josh Rosen. I just can't. So uh, yeah, I think uh, a lot of his failures, I guess uh, you would call it, last year had to do with his surrounding talent. Look, rookie quarterbacks just in general don't thrive right away anyways i mean go look at peyton manning's rookie stats they're not great so no doubt. it wasn't no gonna doubt. be great anyway no, he went what he went he won two games his rookie year yeah something like that man two games yeah, yeah I, I mean yeah. they were garbage yeah they were garbage last but again i'm not saying dude rosen if you go back watch the film all 20 he made some some whoa some whoa throws uh some wow deep throws uh yeah he, he looks like he's got the goods if you can put a team around him, though. Here's my other thing real quick, not to go off a tangent, but he's a pure pocket no, it's passer. Fun. These pure pocket guys, you need to build a pure pocket around them. I'm talking Phillip Rivers, Tom Brady's, you know, guys that yeah. can't, their statue. Kirk yeah. Cousins, you know, he was horrible uh-huh. last year because he didn't have a pocket. He He's a pure pocket guy. Rosen's a pure pocket guy. Uh, if you get him a pocket, though, look at Eli Manning, man. It's, it's so easy to make fun of him, but when he had a good yeah. pocket. What's around him, yeah. Won two Super Bowls. So, I'm just saying, yeah. Rosen's a pure pocket guy. you got to get him an offensive line wherever he goes. He's still young. I still hope for whatever team trades for him, he can sit for another year even uh, and learn the hey, nuances. Do you think that's a done deal, Luke? Do you think that's a done deal? That no, uh, trading. They're definitely taking Kyler well, and that he's definitely going to be traded or well, one of the two could happen and say. not the other? Here's what I can say for sure, Zach, is that Kyler's going 1-1 today. I'm assuming it's to the Cardinals unless they get blown away with a King's ransom like the Raiders, which we'll get into the little Raiders talk here in a little bit. Yeah, they we'll, got do that. we'll do that but, for sure. Yeah. But I don't think necessarily they're going to just trade Rosen just to trade him just because you drafted Kyler Murray. I think they're going to wait. If they don't get the right offer, they're going to wait. But would they start Kyler? Uh, that's a good question. Um, you know, it depends on – I don't know. I don't know their their future plans. I'm always for letting your rookie quarterback sit, but this is a unique situation where, again – I'm with you too, but you can't draft Kyler one and then and then sit him week no, one, no, right? No, Kyler's a, Kyler's a – uh, a unique scenario, a unique guy that 
He makes yeah. so many improv plays with. Well, he broke lines. all of our Oakland A's hearts by oh, uh, being drafted Sorry number four. And then, yeah, well, I mean, uh, you know, whatever. You weren't going to bring it up. I was going to bring it up. Yeah, the dude, the he, fact that he's that kind of guy is, you know, I don't think he's going to be a guy that's going to sit behind somebody no, to wait right. to start. You're right. Yeah. I, I mean, usually the guys that, again, can make improv plays with their legs right away, like Lamar Jackson last year, those are the guys that can come mm-hmm. in year one yeah. and, and just yeah. run rampant and just kind of wing it, kind of improv it. The pure pocket guys I worry about a little bit more. And I mm-hmm. think guys like Rosen and of those guys, Rosen would fit that kind of stereotype. Kyler Murray, though, especially if you draft him one, I think you can throw him out in the fire uh, and he'll win you some games. You know what I mean? He'll be competitive every game until teams kind of figure out how they can stop him. But to answer your question there, I don't think they're going to trade Rosen just to trade him. I think they're going to wait for a good offer, and that may mean keeping him through training camp, waiting for mm-hmm. maybe an injury to happen around the league, yeah. and then kind of pulling the trigger, making sure they get full value. I think by the end of the day, uh, whenever they ended up trading him, I think if you hold out, they can get a late one for Rosen. But right now, teams knowing that they're going to kind of pigeonhole themselves, I think they're they're holding out to try to get the best value uh, for, for Josh Rosen. But bottom line, I still like Josh Rosen. Whoever trades for Rosen, I think is going to be a big winner.